Good evening. Welcome in to an unscheduled edition of Power Mizzou live here on Sunday night with you. Gabe DeArmond coming up on your screen right now on the other side there. Gerard Hamilton, uh, news that we knew was possible, did not necessarily expect uh, when we got it, hinted at it last week, uh, that Sam Horn looking at the potential of full-on Tommy John surgery that uh, we got news this afternoon, early this afternoon, that is happening 12 to 15 months. And so, Gerard, that means we get to hang out here for a little bit on uh, Sunday night. Tell everybody what it means. Yeah, it means they're definitely hitting the portal uh, when that opens May May 1. It's May 1st? Yeah, May 1st. May 1st. May 1st so they'll definitely need that. I mean, there's already kind of a question – before that, because the, the last couple of seasons that I've been here, they've always had four quarterback, four scholarship quarterbacks uh, on the roster. So I was thinking that was a possibility anyway. It's definitely one that just leaves Brady Cook and a uh, three-star signee Aiden Glover on the roster right now for for uh, spring balls for our scholarship QBs. Um, I've already got a, a good question there for me, uh, and I wrote this in the position preview for the quarterbacks that's coming out tomorrow is. What do you do with Brady Cook as far as maybe just reps, maybe? I know he's going to take all the first team. I'm not talking about that. But there's some things where you say it's spring ball, you know, he goes down for anything. Or even if it's not for the whole season, just anything that sets him back, that's setting your season back some. So do you kind of, you know, say, you know, we'll leave for somebody else. How many steps does Aiden Glover get, you know, up to the first string or whatever? Questions there. Well, so first off, I want to go back and, and kind of retrace the steps of how we got here for maybe those of you who, who aren't on our message board every day or, or follow every single step. So they ended last season with four scholarship quarterbacks on the roster. Uh, redshirt freshman Jabari Johnson was the first guy to hit the portal. He ends up at Oregon State, back closer to home. At the time that happened, you look and go, well, yeah, well, I, I'm not sure. Jake Garcia might have been the first to to hit the portal. Uh, But, but either way, both those guys hit the portal and individually you look at both of them and go, yeah, I mean, that's fine. They're never going to play. What's the big deal. Right. And I, like, I understand immediately fans say, Oh my God, we only have three guys now. And then we only have four guys now, whatever the number is. And you go, yeah, but Jake Garcia knew he wasn't going to play here. Now the Jabari Johnson one, I look at a little bit, do we think maybe Jabari Johnson sitting out in Corvallis, Oregon right now going, wonder what would have happened if I would have hung out for a minute? Uh, maybe a, a tiny bit. I mean, yeah, he doesn't, you know, obviously can't tell the future. That's all hindsight and stuff like that. But yeah, I, and when I think about Aiden Glover and the question I just asked about how much will he play, think about, um, I don't think Jabari was there for spring ball, but even fall camp, how we didn't see him until the scrimmage. And, you know, that was playing with the third, fourth string and stuff like that. I mean, Aiden Glover's getting a, a really good chance to play up until, you know, maybe a couple reps with the first team just to, you know, throw him out there and the second team and stuff like that. That's valuable reps that, you know, that could have been Jabari Johnson's. Right. And and Jabari Johnson probably, look, he's, he's close to home now. Like he came here largely because of Bush Hamden. Bush Hamden left. So that one, I'm not sure there's a lot of regret. I, I wonder a little bit, maybe if Jake Garcia is that Jake Garcia is in East Carolina now. I mean, if he'd stayed, he's he's playing in games this year. He's one snap away from being the starting quarterback for an S for an SEC team 
that's hoping to make the playoff. But he's also not assured of ever taking a snap because we know Brady Cook has to lose both legs before he's coming out of a game. So it, it, it's the tough part about quarterback in recruiting quarterback is you always need to have enough to plan against something going wrong. But it's really hard to keep guys around who don't see a path to being the starter. And I, frankly, I was I wouldn't have been shocked if Sam Horn would have transferred before this because we're pretty sure he's not starting next year, right? So it's just really tough to manage. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I just think like my first season, so two years ago when um, Cook initially hurt his arm a little bit versus K-State, or well, I mean – he had to get surgery on it, but at the time, didn't really know, and he was having a poor game, so they put in Abraham, and I feel like there was another one. Am I missing someone? Who else did they put in? Uh, Pajak Cook, Abraham, and they played three quarterbacks in that yeah, game. Yeah, and they, and they all yeah, had all interceptions, <laughs> but, but see, that was an example of, like, why you didn't think Cook is going to get hurt, you know, you know, in the second game, and then he gets hurt. Obviously, he played well all last year, but Again, one snap away from needing to be inserted there. So what do you my, – my question is to you is what type of quarter – and I'm not saying give me a specific one, but what type of quarterback do you get? Do you get the one like a Jack Abraham where it's just 70-year guy, doesn't really expect to play, or do you kind of get one like Jay Garcia in a way that like – the only thing I, 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 I get it. The Jack I get Abraham a guy that can – I'd go after a guy that can be a starting quarterback. And look, they have, you know, they got Harold Blood from Southern University, grad transfer quarterback, preferred walk-on. Like, he's not brought here with the idea that he's your starting quarterback. His brother's on the team. He he gets to be on a bigger stage, all that. But, but nobody's bringing him here thinking he's going to supplant Brady Cook or Sam Horn, for that matter. So if, if I'm Drinkwoods now in the spring portal – I am out there looking for a guy who has multiple years of eligibility left. Like, because a guy that only has one year, he's probably not coming here unless he is a Jack Abraham, unless he is a guy that's just going, yeah, I don't need to start or play. That's fine. And the upside there just, I mean, you need it. You've got a roster that you're trying. You just finished top 10 in the country. You're trying to chase a playoff. You need a guy that you're comfortable if Brady Cook goes down, whether it's for a series or a snap or a week or a month, you've got to have a guy that you can put on that team and you think, okay, there's going to be a drop-off, but the drop-off's not so big that it's going to kill everything we want. So I, I think you've got to go out and find a guy that you're comfortable with being the starter. Now, again, it has to be a guy with multiple years because what you have to be able to sell is, yeah, you're not the starter here right now, but you come and do a good job as the backup. You might be our starter next year, and we're still going to be chasing all these things. So, like, and again, somebody brought this name up on our message board, and I would not pretend that I have any idea who's entering the portal, but here's the type of situation we're talking about. Okay, Devin Brown, the kid who started the bowl game for Ohio State, right? Well, Ohio State just brought in Will Howard. You're not going to start this year. They've got two five-stars behind him. He probably ain't going to start after that. So what if a kid like that enters the portal in May and you go, hey, there's a kid who he's got three years of eligibility left. 
There's obviously some talent there. We can bring him in. He can learn for a year under Brady. Hopefully he doesn't have to start this year. But if he does, hey, that's okay. And then he competes. So, again, I'm not saying Devin Brown is entering the portal, but that's the profile of a guy I would go chase. Yeah, that's that's perfect, uh, especially for someone like him. And thank you for answering the question I meant to ask in a better because obviously I'm not saying, you know, Jay Garcia was a former four-star. He seemed – Right. more talented than Jack Abraham and stuff like no disrespect to Jack Abraham, but I was saying, do you want that veteran guy who, you know, is going to learn stuff, be cool in the locker room, all that good stuff and have that one year? Or do you want a guy with multiple years who we, we don't really know what he has yet, but he has that potential. Um, and thank you. So yeah, thank you for answering that better, but you yeah, have Devin Brown or some situation, a guy like that, a four star or someone who doesn't really quite work out. If I'm looking at Missouri's roster and I'm somebody else, I think, well, cook is about to leave. The only one right now that I see is a three-star guy on there. I'm I'm probably confident enough to say, well, just assuming I'm probably going to be able to beat him out where I think I can. That's a you know optimal situation for me. And because the other thing is the timeline we were given uh for Sam Horn's recovery is somewhere around 14 months. So we're talking he's missing the season, he's probably missing spring football next year. So Look, I don't know if Sam's going to continue to play football, continue to play baseball, continue to do them both at Missouri. I don't know any of those things, right? Anything could happen. But best case scenario, he is back for like next summer, honestly, summer conditioning and stuff like that. He's probably not. But now, look, maybe maybe his rehab goes really well. Maybe he attacks it. Maybe he gets back a little bit earlier and maybe he can go through spring ball. But point is, He's not going into spring football knowing he's Missouri's starting quarterback next year, which he might have been able to do had he played this year and, and backed Brady up and looked good. Well, he's not going to have that. So you're going to have a kid coming off elbow surgery if he's still on the roster. So anybody that comes in is looking at this and, hey, yeah, I got a shot. This kid's thrown six passes in three years. I'll, I'll take this shot. So I, I think they can go attract – probably a better quarterback in the portal than they could have, uh, uh, you know, the last couple of years. But you brought up spring football and how you split up the reps and all that. Here's the problem. You've got uh, 10 other guys on offense who you have to get ready and who like those guys got to take those reps with Brady Cook, man. Now, look, it, obviously he's wearing the green jersey. Like, and and I think you tell every defensive player, you, we know you can never hit the quarterback, but for real this time, if you touch him, you are cut. Your NIL money is gone. You do not have a scholarship, and you don't even have a locker in this locker room, and I don't care who you are. You'd be Dalen Carnell. You'd be Johnny Walker. I don't care who you are. If you touch that kid, you are off my football team. I get, <laughs> I get what you're saying. I mean, yeah, you got to – you're right. The Even the second string guys, they need to get some reps in you know, with Brady, but it just makes me think about last year, what the situation was for spring ball last year. There was no Brady. There was really no Sam Horn. Um, Dylan Leibel was taking a pretty good amount. Also, of the by the way, is gone. He's in the transfer. Program. Right. He was taking a good amount of snaps. Um, him and Jake Garcia, who, you know, when you think about the season as a whole, were basically, you know, third, fourth, if whatever you want to say, string quarterbacks, they were taking a lot of the first and second teamers. So that's why I said, you know, maybe Aiden Glover, because, again, it's not the whole team here. There's still a lot of 
as far as the new guys, there's a lot of guys missing. You got a new defensive coordinator coming in. You got transfers. You still got people trying to get adjusted to life in school. So I know they're not hitting them with everything like this as fall camp. That's why I say you can kind of afford to do that, but I get what you're saying. Uh, Freeway Jared brings up an interesting name. Daniel Kalen really did himself a disservice. For those of you who don't know, Daniel Kalen was committed to Missouri last, what, summer? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Uh, committed to Missouri. Um, something happened at Nebraska. I don't remember exactly what it was, but a spot opened up in Nebraska. Kalen's a, an Omaha kid. Decommits from Missouri, commits to Nebraska yeah. like three hours later, right? So he's going to be Nebraska signee, all that. He, well, so he thought. So he yeah, thought. Couple days before signing day. Oh, hey, Dominic Rayola or Dylan Rayola. I can't remember which one. I was thinking Dylan. I think his dad may be Dominic. I think it's Dylan. Yeah. I think Dominic's the dad. But Dylan Rayola, you know, number one, two, three, whatever, top ranked quarterback in the country, all of a sudden going to Nebraska. And now Daniel Kalen's the second ranked quarterback in his own class. What 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 about that? I mean, I mean, like, look, I'm not sure he's the guy that fits at Missouri because like he's a true freshman too, right? I, I'm not sure he's the guy you bring in as the insurance right. policy to Brady Cook, but but it's just another example of how hard this quarterback stuff is on all sides of it, man. It's hard for the kids. It's hard for the coaches. And I, it, it's just so different than any other position that there's movement every year. I, you're almost going to have to take a, a – quarterback in the portal every single year yeah that, that makes sense it's, i yeah we're not thinking that uh Kalen was going to come in and because he would have been in the same situation that glover that's how glover got his scholarship basically is he took that one but it's just about opportunities and it's sometimes it's a game of chance and it's not even i think even myself when you think about going someplace you think about who's the starter how many years left and can you start immediately like most kids at other positions think about can't do that, obviously, at quarterback. And so, yeah, that you're gambling. Like, all right, they, they've got Cook. At the time when, you know, Kalen decommitted, they had Cook, they had Horn. They had all these people they were Garcia, thinking. Garcia, Johnson. Yeah, so I can get, you know, why he does that. But at the same time, yeah, hindsight is terrible <laughs> because you start thinking, man, I was going to go from fifth on the depth chart all the way up to, right. you know, 20 second. with second easily. So, yeah. So, well, and Greg's asking, Kalen decommitted when Glover committed, right? It was the other way around. Kalen yeah. decommitted, and that's why Missouri went and got Aiden Glover. Um, and, and so it, it is. It's just every year this is going to happen, guys. I, I'm, and it's why the portal exists and why, hey, it's going to be unlimited transfers. So you're going you're gonna to have change on the depth chart because it's the only position where nobody really wants to be the backup, right? Because the backup doesn't play in a perfect world. So backup defensive tackle plays all the time. The yeah. guy, Drayden Norwood, who was backing up Chris Abrams, draining in a strike star, he played a lot last year. He played and, and got so, seasoning too. Right. So you can wait, but at quarterback, you're not playing and you want to get on the field. Uh, and so I, I, it hurts you, but it also does give you a chance. Like there's going to be, there's going to be some guy that loses a loses the race to be the starting quarterback at a power five school this spring. Who's going to say, I want to go somewhere else. And that's the type of guy Eli Drinkwitz has to go and get. Yeah. And I don't, uh, to be honest, I don't think it'd be extremely hard to, I mean, because a lot of, a lot of the good teams already have their quarterbacks in place. 
And um, I mean, yeah, who's gonna who's not gonna want to come to a a program that's on the up and up, the top ten team and stuff like that, and all the depth chart situation we just talked about. Right, you got a full year to learn the system and all that. Uh, Trevor says, as far as players like Horn that want to play multiple sports, should this dissuade Drinkwitz from making that kind of commitment? I, I get it, guys. I do. The kid, the kid, he's a major league baseball prospect, and he was a top 100 football prospect. If what you have to tell him to get him on campus, if you think he's that good, if what you have to tell him is, yeah, you can play baseball too, then. Hey, Eli, there's no way Eli Drinkwitz didn't know this was a risk. He knows what Tommy John surgery is. Part of the deal to get him. Yeah, I think about how many of your you know, favorite athletes, period, whether pros or college, whatever, how many of them were, you know, two sport, at least two sport. Most of them are doing at least two sports. I don't think you say, ah, this happened to me one time. I had a had a highly ranked football guy. He got, you know, got Tommy John or whatever. I can't get those type of kids no more. I mean, no, it's just it's part of the game, like you said. And, and also, those things tend to work out, right? Brett Norfleet was going to play two sports, came in, had an all all freshman SEC season, all That's of a sudden, I'm done. No, I'm good. I, I don't need yeah, baseball. I'll, yeah, I'll, I found I found what I'm great at right now, and I'll just you know, do that. So, and that's what a lot of coaches are thinking, you know, once we get this person, you know, into the system and all that good stuff and they can see they can produce, they may just be like, no, nah, I'm going to focus on all of this. Cause again, this is where I may be able to make the most impact and the most money at. Cause this is a different <laughs> conversation. If, if Sam Horn had come in and won the starting quarterback job, either as a freshman or a redshirt freshman, right. If he's starting at quarterback and Let's say he's the guy that throws for 3,000 yards and Missouri goes 11 and 2 next year. He might not have been pitching this spring. This might, I mean, he might have given up baseball, right? So that's the chance you take. But uh, I, I'm going to go back and find it. Uh, and T Rise brings up what I think is a good point. Yeah. He had the surgery because he sees baseball as his future. And right. that is something that, look, all, all I can go on is the information that I've got on this. Um, now, we're pretty confident that at least the information that he had the surgery is right because Sam Horn retweeted our story about it. So that seems like good confirmation. But right. what I was told about this when it originally happened last week was, look, he can play football tomorrow with this. Like, this is – but if he's going to play baseball, he needs to get it fixed. And so that tells me that – it doesn't necessarily mean Sam sees baseball as his future, but it means he wasn't ready to give up on that, you know. And and that's his that's his prerogative and his choice. And I don't want that coming across as as me saying yeah. a bad thing, but you know, and you get it. The kid he he's thrown four college innings, but he hit ninety eight miles an hour. Man, there's a lot of future there. To be honest. If that was me. If I was Sam Hart, it's not really a question as to if I was to get the TJ. People have talked about you as your highest, you know, top pick in the, not the top overall, but you know, first round or top, you know, they've talked about you like that. You can throw 98 miles per hour and you haven't played the other sports you play. Why would I just continue to risk it knowing that that's still another avenue for me to explore in my future? I mean, I, it's a smart thing. You do what you got to do. And so, yeah, he, he had the surgery because of that. And like you said, if he was, if he wanted to play football, he could. This is, this is the same thing about last year in a way, though. Like it was, as far as them saying he could play football, like this wouldn't take him out of the football season. He just really didn't throw during spring ball. But I believe like a month or two after that, I was like, he can throw regular and all that stuff. Fine. He'll be ready for fall camp. 
Well, and you do wonder how much this is tied into what happened last year and all that. Um, you know, and, and and as far as the baseball part of it goes, I don't know how many people that, that are college baseball fans are on here right now, but as far as the baseball part goes, Tommy John surgery now is almost like if you are a pitcher, it is viewed as inevitable. Like at some point in your career, you're probably going to have to have this. So from a baseball perspective, having it at 21 years old is not the worst thing in the world. It's, hey, it's done. It's out of the way. This ligament's stronger. He should be fine. You know, so I, I think that's because if he doesn't get it done now, well, first of all, he can't pitch. And and second of all, it's going to happen at some point. Now, it could happen again. Getting it done once doesn't mean it can't happen again. But my point is, like, it's not a death sentence for a bit. Right? It's, it's kind of like uh, ACLs used to be for football players. Yeah, that's exactly you, you tore an ACL thinking. back in the day, you were done. Now it's like, yeah, it sucks, but you'd be good in eight months. No, that's literally what I was thinking earlier. Like the, I feel like, well, I feel like Achilles is bumped up to the new, like, ugh, hating Achilles injury, but it's not necessarily like your career's over type of thing. And also, um, this just reminds me of, uh, I think it was, I was getting my tonsils or something out. And I remember the doctors always say, like, the younger you get this removed, the you'll heal faster, it'll be better. You keep waiting, it's just going to be worse and worse. So, him having in that, Having this injury at 2021, yeah, it sucks. But I mean, he'll be fine for you know when he's trying to hit the stride of his you know athletic prime. Yeah, uh, Anthony's asking if you can have it twice. You can. Uh, you know, I know. Uh, I think it was Dave Drabecki that blew out his arm and and had this and came back and pitched in the majors and he ended up having to have it again. I mean, it. I think it's unusual, but it's like anything else. Your body can break down. The the one other thing that I think was is important to point out is. A lot of people are saying, hang on, why is he out for 14 months when Brock Purdy did this in the NFC title game and came back and he was the starter this year? There's a difference. Brock Purdy had a UCLA, a U, not UCLA, sorry, a UCLA procedure. Sam Horn had a UCL reconstruction. Like this is full on Tommy John surgery. And I don't think what Brock Purdy had was. I think it was a procedure, but not the full thing. Yeah. And again, it's football. I mean, it's not all, it's not the same mechanics necessarily. So I guess, I mean, have you ever heard of a football player having Tommy John? It's, I mean, Purdy was the first guy I ever heard of really with the UCL, an, UCL yeah. thing because it's just a different motion. Right. So you, yeah, yeah I feel like he would, even if he, I don't know, he, I guess, because he wouldn't have needed Tommy John, I guess, if it was that bad. He just kind of rehabbed it then. Yeah, I, I, I uh, the motions are different. Yeah, it's it's the different motion is the big deal. And like, look, can you can you throw a football with the torn UCLA UCLA? I, I'm going to quit calling it UCLA eventually. But they torn UCL. I don't know. I I I know that I am appear to be incredibly intelligent. I am not a doctor. I have never done a Tommy John surgery. So uh, I'm not sure what all is involved with it. But um, if he wants to, if he wants to, oh, there you go. Stuart West is saying Jake Delhomme. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, well, well, um, Gabe, we do know um, you can block with a torn UCL as Nick Allegretti did in the Super Bowl. You can block and basically not worsen it any more than it already is at that point. 
Ex- excellent point. Yeah. Um, you can throw a ball with the labor too. Just not <laughs> good point. I mean, I guess theoretically, if you're tough enough, you throw a ball with a broken heart. I, you know, it's it's not going to be very effective. But um, yeah. yeah. So it, look, we just kind of want to want to hop on here and lay out kind of what this means. And and Gerard's going to start his his spring position previews tomorrow. Gerard, I, I assume that the quarterback one. I don't know if it got longer or shorter. I would say shorter. I mean, it's pretty obvious what's going on here. They got Brady Cooks the starter, and then Hayden Glover and Harold Blood are the backups for spring ball, and that's all she wrote. Well, I'll probably got to add the Harold Blood part in there. Anything else is that I? Uh, yeah, you got to add in the walk-ons, but yeah, that's pretty much already done. Edited it up. Yeah, just finished the running yeah. back. So, wow, that was one we were thinking was like, ah. Uh, Quick little article. We'll talk about what we know, but uh, yeah, news right before. So yeah, and uh, and yeah, Missouri will clearly they will hit the spring portal for a quarterback. This is at this point. Are they getting two? Are they getting two though? Because again, he always carries four. At least since I've been here, he's carried four. You could. Um, you could also take two high school guys in the twenty-five class. You know, I mean, there's there's a lot of ways to go at it. But look, the truth is, even if they get four. Two of them probably aren't ending their careers here at a minimum. I mean, that's just – that's what it is these days. Yeah. So, uh, one more. T-Rise asked, you can't run Cook less, right? It, it's part of what – no, look, it, this – they'll have somebody who's a backup quarterback. You can't change the way you play football during the oh, season. Well, yeah, T-Rise, well, we're during not talking about – ball, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm talking about – yeah, we're, we're not talking about into the season. He, he should do everything that he's been doing, you know, to have them have all the success. I'm just talking about right now for spring ball, don't overexert yourself trying to do whatever in spring ball that you don't have to. I wouldn't even give Brady Cook a helmet in spring ball. I'd say go out there, throw the ball. That's all you got to do. You are not allowed to leave the pocket. Nobody is allowed to touch you. No bootlegs. What's that? No no bootleg action, none of that. Not even even moving. You don't even get to cut. You you stand (laughs) there, you don't drop back, you just turn and throw the ball. Steve wants to know, uh, does this help or hurt with Matt Zollers? I, I don't think there's honestly a big difference. Um, you know, uh, I, I don't he, – he will – the earliest he would be on campus is next February. So the, I don't really think it impacts high school kids or, or anything like that. But um, I don't know. I feel like we covered it. Gerard, is there anything we did not cover? Uh, no, I mean, you said we got the spring stuff coming up. Still got a handful of newcomer profiles. Oh, to be honest, I'll, I'll resume. I got like maybe handful, small handful of, I'll resume after I do the position preview since spring ball is coming up. And then after that, obviously we cover spring ball. We'll talk maybe about the transfers a little bit more since I'll be able to see them and maybe write whatever I can about them. Then back to the off season, the, the, the chill and relax, you know? Yeah, don't don't say that. It never works out that way. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Um, but I wanted to hang out, wanted to wanted to kind of kind of get some thoughts out there on today's news. Appreciate you. Thanks for hanging around. Um, before you leave, hit the like button, subscribe, share, comment, do all those things. If you listen on the podcast, leave us a nice review. Uh, I will be back tomorrow night with Drew King on State of the Tigers. We're gonna talk a little. We're gonna talk a little basketball, but it'll be it won't just be about the games. So. We'll uh, we'll go there. Uh, see you tomorrow night. Thanks for hanging out.